90 for Chill, the podcast, proudly presents to you Ali's Accessories Shop on Etsy's Trash Feature Review. Here we go, Matt Cross. That's what we pay for. What you're doing is real. Matt Cross is a star. Talk to a friend who works for the bigger fed. String together a couple more of those performances like you did up there. We're talking about thousand at the big show. Matt Cross! Obviously, I'm a huge kid. Back off, all right? Yeah, that's cool. Yep, too much, dude. This is why no one likes you. I don't have a choice! Everything is going to be fine. just completed watching 2018's Powerbomb, a movie that was funded via Indiegogo, it seems, by the Cleveland wrestling scene. And the wrestlers' performances are pretty strong. Britt Baker, Matt Cross as your main character. It's amusing enough, but outside of that, it suffers from about every wrestling movie trying to rewrite how the business works. That's something you didn't really see in Darren Aronofsky's The Wrestler, so it's kind of insulting to the viewer's intelligence, at least if you're a wrestling fan, I suppose. So I don't think it's going to expand the audience. This is a should have been a wrestling movie for wrestling fans, and I think they just missed the mark. Now, dialogue gets a little crass, not really what I've at least seen the uh, 2018 era language to be in locker rooms i mean so it plays up on a bunch of the attitude era era stereotypes of wrestling fans so it doesn't really evolve the sport any either and there's just some blatant horde direction at points the director doesn't really know where to have the camera appropriately the wrestling match the only wrestling match in it from aiw was basically everything was muted except for a holy shit chant that wasn't really a appropriate so there's no sound of the mat just the bad thud of i guess boxing glove on meat to make all the sounds cooler it's just a mess i mean it's probably somebody's passion project and i'm glad it got made for their sake i could promise you that main event of the dead my z budget horror comedy involving professional wrestlers has a better script at least and i we definitely won't reinvent the wheel so little consideration there. Thank you. Little Hand says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. Hey, and welcome back to 90 for Chill, the podcast. I am your host. Cool Movies Darth is the handle that I'm trying to get over. Let's do that so I can be the premier CM once again in Illinois and perhaps the internet. So find me at Letterboxd. The handle is CM Darth. Otherwise, let's just face it, I'm better off as Russ Stevens anyhow. 
And this week, my guest is JD Grieving from the YouTube series JDHD. That would be youtube.com slash JDHD series, where he comes up with some short and sweet comedic sketches, or at least that's what I've caught on for the most part. I know he does a lot more long-form stuff, but, you know, I only have so much time to prep for the podcast. We do talk about some of his videos and the practice of getting those made, so I think we find that, uh, I think you can find that to be somewhat enlightening. Otherwise, uh, he wanted to talk about the 2002 Jason Lee and Tom Green starring feature Stealing Harvard, which I had seen prior to this. You know, I enjoyed it, but something always felt a little weird about it. Maybe it's just that we were in a weird stage with 2002 movies, I guess. We work out my feelings with that, and I will say we go off in some political tangents for a bit and just talk about, you know, why we would probably need $30,000 to go to an Ivy League school. And any way we could figure out how to do that would probably be to the benefit of humanity. At least our sanity as kids growing up in the Peoria area. Uh, next week, I'm still working on getting a guest lined up. If you want to volunteer, feel free to contact me on Twitter at CatBusRuss. Or you can send me an email. The email address is russthebus07 at gmail.com. That is R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-0-7 at gmail.com. Just offer me a movie, a theme, a director, an actor. As long as we focus on sub-100 minute projects from them, we got a show. And if you want to help me out as well, I'm still looking to come up with some kind of theme music and what have you. If you can point me to somebody charging pretty cheap for some music, let me know. You can do that at Twitter, direct message, that's at CatBusRuss, C-A-T-B-U-S-R-U-S-S, and you can read all my blogs about movies and satire at at maineventofthedead.com. Thanks again for coming back, and I can't wait to hear from you. Don't forget to give us those five-star reviews on all your podcast apps. It just helps the algorithm. Save all the negative stuff for my social media, and thanks again for all your loyalty and patronage. America's most prestigious university. It's home to the world's greatest minds. It's a place some families could never hope to go. But if you work hard and follow your dreams, things will always work out. Now, someone in this family... Uncle John, I got into Harvard. You're kidding! That's incredible! ...has the chance of a lifetime. How much more money do you need? Just one little chunk. $29,879. 11 days from now. That's the small chunk? Expensive. No more. Revolution Studios and Imagine Entertainment present... On the branch, Ricky! A comedy. I know how you can get the money. Criminals have lots of money. About doing the wrong things. I have a client. Guy's loaded. We go over there, we slip through the window, and we grab the money. Nope. You turn this corner and your whole moral code goes out the window. No way. For all the right reasons. If it's going to be a problem, I want you to tell me, and I'll understand. Noreen, you're going to Harvard. What do you want? I might need a partner for some heavy stuff that's going down. How heavy? Well, let's just say it's a little too heavy to lift alone. I'm not going to use real guns, John. I'm not going to use real guns. Why are you all dressed in black? Are you going to rob a bank? <laughs> John, wait. 
We should make up some fake names. Okay. I want to be Kyle. Who are you going to be? Steve. Steve. Yeah. I want to be Steve. I'm Steve. You're Carl. Kyle! Put your hands in the air. I don't think so, loser. Freeze! <gasps> Drop it! The paint, it's stuck. Okay, get with it, John. Go! Go! Tom Green. Keep it real and nobody's getting hurt. <laughs> could actually smell your foot on that one. Jason Lee. I tried to steal the money from some old guy, but I ended up in a wig and a dress spooning with him. Happy times. <laughs> Stealing Harvard. Wow, he really likes you. Don't stop. Keep on doing what you're doing. And how I hate having to start doing this with headphones on <laughs> to get that loud ass message from zoom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So we'll get things rolling. Then this is 90 for chill, the podcast. And this week, my guest is JD grieving. I see, I've seen a bunch of his uh, short videos on Twitter. Very amusing. Yeah. So I don't know. if Thank you. I mean, th- there's been times that, bathrooms that stuff has happened i i can tell <laughs> yeah 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 dude oh man you, you, you want me to talk about that oh if you want to talk about it i mean you... the... i've been i've been itching to talk about that sketch just the story behind it i guess okay because you know? we wrote that like six years ago all right uh jdhd the web series that i do we um we I had a whole team of writers and then uh we wrote so much stuff and then at the end, we don't have a camera <laughs> even <laughs> good enough to shoot this so like we just kind of disbanded and then I got a good camera so I started making the show and I was like hey let's do that that piece that we wrote and uh it took me like a year to find a location (laughs) like you don't think about it you think oh they just walked into a bathroom yes yeah getting permission for you to just (laughs) leave puddles of what looks like piss just (laughs) they're they're not too canny on it a lot of people said no (laughs) but you don't think that watching it just like oh yeah they filmed in the bathroom. Right, right. Your typical, dare I say, park district bathroom. Yeah. I mean, yep. I, I know <laughs> there's some nasty ones. Well, I worked at a truck stop in Morton for six years, so. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean. <laughs> it, <laughs> so it made sense to you. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, if I Yeah, that was a. I don't. I didn't really mind the job. As I said, I was there six years. It was good for my wrestling career. But uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, everything from the movies, the movie Clerks, had occurred at that truck stop, with the exception of necrophilia. Oh my god! Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. I mean, me kind of, kind of got myself off as a pseudo intellectual at the Peoria bar scene based on uh, my story about, and then eventually blogging about a guy uh, setting himself on fire, you know? (laughs) Right. And I sold the $2 in gas. I mean, that was his intention. And, Oh my 
God. Uh, I mean, it ended up, uh, that's how I ended up dropping out of the uh, ICC creative writing course. It was basically, uh, wrote, wrote a humorous tale about that. And my uh, instructor said, death is never funny. <laughs> I, I, oh. I probably have that review somewhere. Like I pretty much have my backpack from that uh, run at ICC. Intact. Like tell that to a clown who dies. Hilarious. Oh, oh! <laughs> uh, I had a friend who uh, had the joke. You know, rape is never funny except if it's done by a clown. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we that was um, one. That was one that was shared more at uh, at bars, really drunk. You know, three a.m. stuff, which is the really the only thing I miss about Peoria is three the four a.m. last call, but. <laughs> Yeah. I miss the Riverman. I miss the Chiefs, but yeah. yeah. Um, I I like Peoria. I guess <laughs> I'm trying to think of something I like about Peoria. Oh, no, I, I mean, I love a lot. There's a lot. Of, I I mean, I I I am a Peorian. I'm definitely not the uh, hipster who moved out to the college <laughs> town. Yeah. So. Well, I think a lot of that's actually just getting yourself involved in a relationship with somebody who can't uh, drink or party because of medications and such. So, oh man, yeah, being social yeah. is a uh, social is a uh, pretty difficult. And then the pandemic hit, so still trying to get my feet, yeah, you know, solidified. I mean, one of the best things about moving down here, I thought, was the art theater, like the oldest independent theater in the country. And then they shut down. Yeah, so, and, and as you say, pandemic killed Ebert Fest. So all the things I came down for are gone. Now it's just uh, Chief Alenowick bumper stickers. <laughs> yeah. Man, I I don't know. I'm trying to be very optimistic about, you know, the, the disadvantages that pandemic was. You know, like, aside from the other ones, creative advantages, you know, where, like, um, now it seems like uh, shows, you know, like bands, like uh, last week, my friend, he opened a new, uh, new venue, it was just packed, you uh, know, yeah, like, I wonder if people are like, yeah, I, I, this is, I went inside, and then I was inside for a year, and then I was asking myself, what is life? <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, it's fun. It's entertainment. Mm-hmm. And this entire time I've been thinking my job was the best kind of entertainment. <laughs> you know, and, th- and now they're like, you know what? I'll, I'll see what's out there. Maybe I can have fun mm-hmm. too. You know? <laughs> well, I so. mean,. Well, I mean, I started this podcast. I mean, this was basically uh, 90 for Chill was more or less the, well, it was an offshoot of my uh, blog, which is dedicated to movies that run between 75 and uh, 30, uh, an hour, 37 minutes. Yeah. Um, and then uh, really just need something to keep my, you know, keep myself sane and uh, resolution, I guess I'd say that. Uh, it was more easy to obtain than just uh, dedicating at least one portion of my day to Buffalo flavored food. Um, 
I made it like, and that, you know, that just tells you how 2020 sucked. Like I made it all the way until the 29th of February successfully. Wow. Yeah. I, uh, it's, it's an interesting time, especially with uh, movies right now. Cause I, I mean, I've only seen one movie since the pandemic ended. Well, and I'm not going to say ended. I'm, you know, the, yeah, right. I, right. I was writing a blog it today. Began. Right. I was writing a blog today complaining about my quote unquote libertarian coworker and didn't say, uh, they didn't say anything, uh, despite they were sitting right next to me, but I don't know. They watched so many videos reinforcing their ideas that I don't know if they can read, but that's, (laughs) yeah, I only went and saw spiral and there were only three people in the theater. It was last show in Champaign. So Spiral from the Book of Saw. Chris Rock, uh, yeah. yeah, produces a uh, Saw movie. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I thought it was fun. Uh, could have leaned a little more into the com the comedic elements of Chris Rock, especially when you got him acting against Sam Jackson. But uh, it, it's <laughs> it, it's a it's a horror movie, so you can't. Yeah, hoping for a sequel just so they can try figuring out how to bring Saw into the Evil Dead type humor. Man, that that's my hopes. <laughs> Movies are getting so connected. You know, in order to enjoy one, you gotta watch seven. Well, <laughs> I was listening to a podcast today. Uh, it's called Screen Drafts. And so they come up with the comprehensive uh, best of list um, for certain genres. And today's episode I was listening to was video game adaptations oh yeah Yeah. so like uh right right now the list is number seven sonic the hedgehog number six street fighter number five number four was tomb raider 2018 they're debating number three after uh detective pikachu got vetoed (laughs) uh shoot let's see Oh, it was a uh, Takashi Miike's Ace Attorney was the fifth movie. So, wow. Yeah. So, waiting on the waiting to find out what number three is. The uh, number four movie originally was uh, Final Fantasy: The Spirit Within, that was vetoed. So, mm-hmm. I think a lot of it's just those guys trying to talk to me about many video game movies they could stand. <laughs> yeah. But what they were getting at was, I think, we're to the point, like. Tomb Raider did well enough, I think, internationally to warrant another sequel with uh, Alicia Vixlander. Yeah. But it's basically the thought is that if it's not established IP and you're putting, say, $100 million behind it, you're not going to make it. It's the Because the audience, the audience is just not familiar with anything that's not IP anymore. Yeah. There does uh, it's risky. It's gotta be risky to make a video game. You know. Well, I I wouldn't it, even. Attempt it. Well, <laughs> it, to make a good video game movie is a, a tough proposition. But a video game movie is more likely to be made though than say, uh, Indiana Jones, uh, the Raiders of Lost Ark today. Yeah. So that that's what they were getting at. It's like, yeah, um, okay. I mean, when you look back at it, I think the going all the way back to 2000, uh, 
Like 1999, he had The Matrix. I mean, 1999 is regarded as one of the best years in movies. I mean, you had Fight Club. Um, American Beauty. Right. Um, American History X's release. There's that was a, released the same year as Fight Club. I believe so. Like right at the right, like right at the end for the Oscar bait. Wow. Then, uh, and I think when you look at uh, eventual IP, Force Gump? yeah, uh, Forrest Gump '94. Oh, jeez, sorry. You no, know, somebody brought up today. John Travolta was originally offered Forrest Gump. Like, what? Yeah, oh I don't buy it. I mean, John Travolta had <laughs> no is... no value in 1994. He had value yeah. in he had value in 1995. Yeah, yeah, dude. I. I was thinking this is kind of way off subject, but well, we haven't really even gotten to the subject yet. So. <laughs> yeah, I, no, no kidding. Um, that uh, Matthew Broderick uh, was heavily being considered to play Walter White. Breaking Bad. Oh, that yeah. uh, that could have been I, well. I see it playing out just the same as. Uh, Oh shoot, Brian Cranston. I mean, Brian Cranston oh, yeah. was solely known for comedy, and Matthew Broderick solely known for just being wholesome. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, I there's a part of me that would love to see a version of Breaking Bad with with uh, Matthew Broderick. That, that would be. Yeah, I would say the only issue is turn of the century. Matthew Broderick still had that. Kind of that '80s baby fat on him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd I'd go with Brian Cranston because he looked like a normal person. <laughs> oh yeah, if I had to choose, it would yeah, Brian Cranston. But I still would love to see that alternate version, or maybe just the pilot episode. Right? Yeah, yeah. I could I could do I could see a pilot, but I yeah. mean, Aaron. It's like Aaron Paul. I mean, he's. I mean, he was you wouldn't really. Yes, but I'm just saying yeah. you wouldn't really be able to. So, are we sure Matthew Bro- <laughs> like Matthew Broderick's the mentor in this one? Yep. I think would be the issue. <laughs> Can uh, he grow some facial hair? Yeah, but then he'd end up shaving his <laughs> head. The shaving the head may have, may be able to do it for Broderick. You at least buy the cancer yeah. thing. You definitely buy the cancer thing with that. Yeah, just the more you think about it, the more you oh, that'd be so interesting right. <laughs> like, to see him play that role. Well, I was t- my coworker brought up, oh, John Travolta was up for Forrest Gump. Yeah. It's like he was also talking about, um, oh, showing his, like, I don't know if his, you can really show a nine-month-old anything. But he was uh, putting on um, Stuart Little uh, for his kid. And it's kind of like, why hasn't Michael J. Fox done more voice acting? I guess because <laughs> I don't know. I I mean he still works, but I think he's pretty much dedicated solely to the Parkinson cause. I I saw him at a uh, Wizard World Con up in Chicago. He was uh, doing a panel for uh, Back to the Future. It was uh, Leah, Leah Thompson, Christopher Lloyd, oh, yeah. and and Matthew Broderick. And Bob Gale, Bob Gale, the producer, did an introduction video and said, don't ask about sequels or reboots. We're not doing it. Oh, my God. So 
and of course some 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 twat did ask that and the next year i went and the or maybe next the next year i don't know uh tom wilson or tom wilson was the uh was a guest at wizard world yeah some some guy had the nerve to say oh you know leah thompson and all the right moves was nude what? yeah i don't know why are we like <laughs> why are we asking for his judgment uh on that one <laughs> yeah uh, please But uh, I, I'd actually met Tom Wilson when I was working for the Mark Twain Hotel. I used to uh, drive the uh, comics to the uh, jukebox comedy club. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I got the like Tom Wilson was my first dri- first ride, and I think yeah. it successfully can transition because uh, I did end up driving uh, Tom Green a couple nights oh. to the uh, jukebox from the Mark Twain, and. Oh. Tom- and Tom Green gets the top billing in the movie we're going to talk about tonight, which is Heck yeah. uh, Stealing Harvard from 2002. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's a fun flick. It's an interesting <laughs> flick. It, it's an interesting flick. Um, okay. So, um, like the first, like I saw it in 02 in the theater. And yeah, I had yeah. I had fun, but it's just a movie that something always kind of feels off. And I think I may have, well, I mean, one Bruce McCullough from the kids in the hall, his direction is definitely lacking. I mean, I, I'm an aspiring filmmaker. I have my pro wrestling zombie comedy man of the dead, which I'm still trying to get to a stage where I think I could do a Kickstarter. Uh, but, uh, I, I I knew some of those rules, like um, when we're looking at the scene where Jason Lee's sister is showing the home video of proof as evidence that he promised right. promised to pay for college. It's like, okay, who's shooting the video? And and who they pause the video, you yeah, know? and then she goes, oh, the part's coming up, my favorite part. Right, and it just goes back to the video. It's like who unpaused the video? Yeah, it's like definitely who shot who shot the video. Right, and you and you see that kind of just not knowing where he's got to be um, in the in the robbery scene in the uh, liquor store robbery scene, um, and probably the bank robbery scene. So I think that kind of at least sets the premise of the movie. It's Jason Lee is has uh, successfully made $30,000. I would say he made the money because his fiance is running a gift basket business out of their apartment. And even it's a plot point later that motivates are his fiance played by Leslie Mann to uh, go as crazy as he does. <laughs> um, and she is set on getting married and buying that starter home. And in the meantime, his sister uh, played by, I can never remember her name. I don't have the Me- disc. Megan Mullaney. Thank you. 
I mean, quite the cougar. I think. Uh, yeah. Oh shoot! Now I'm even forgetting who played Ron Swanson. Oh, shoot. Um. Oh. Uh, uh, Nick Offerman. Yeah, Nick Offerman, which is yeah. really sad because he was doing the. I worked at the I Hotel, so I had to deal with the uh, high school, the college graduation when he was. Yeah. He didn't stay at the hotel, and wise decision on his behalf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a it's a great conference center, but eh, you want to sleep? Don't go there. <laughs> um, and so, but I mean, there's it, a you geez, saw his he, cameo. No, I haven't. Oh, he uh, Nick Offerman has a cameo in Stealing Harvard. Oh, uh, I didn't I didn't pick up on that. I know Paul Fee. Is he one of the electricians? Yep. Okay, because I know Paul Feig was the other electrician. Yeah. So, like, that was something I caught. Um, I caught Paul Feig. I didn't catch Nick Offerman, but he had mm-hmm. to be he had be to be demustached, right? I think so. I think he was one of the last guys to leave. Okay, then he you may know? have been the third one. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, yeah. But, um, so his sister's daughter, who not having his parents around Jason Lee or not having her dad around Jason Lee tried to pay, take that paternal role. And after a failed spelling bee, he promised if you get yourself to college, he would pay for it. And of course yeah. she gets to Harvard, gets accepted to Harvard. And of course, even after all the financial aid, it's $30,000 a year. Yeah. So now Jason Lee. Had, yes. Uh, as long as she's not getting an art degree, I mean, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like, that's the biggest problem. It's like, do we really have to be offering these degrees? How, I mean, how, <laughs> no how many, how many art classes did Leonardo da Vinci take? That's all I'm going to say. Bada bing, bada boom. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, that reminds me, I just was playing around with my zoom recorder and a rim shot is a, so- is a default sound on that. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll be ha- we'll have be having fun when it's when I can really when we can really travel around. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But um, so he doesn't really have any idea on how to get it, so he goes to his uh his schizophrenic friend. borderline <laughs> definitely borderline personality disorder friend portrayed by Tom Green, and. Yeah. Which is not a stretch for Tom Green. When I was driving around, very, very cool guy. But you can tell he's always on. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. One of those. Yeah. Um, so basically, if he's always doing weird stuff, he's got to have a good idea. And it's basically Jason Lee going through and trying to chase these ideas. None of them end up well. In the meantime, yeah. Leslie Mann's father, played by legendary actor Dennis Farina, yeah, is stalking him. John C. McGinley is the police officer assigned to all these cases. Yeah, and Richard Jenkins is hilarious. <laughs> we'll just yeah. say we'll say that without the. Uh, I mean, we're we're obviously going to spoil that bit. You can't. Yeah, it, but. We'll leave it hanging. The so, judge. yes, the judge. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. wait. That's a huge. 
everyone. Right. That's well, I mean, we just said the judge. We haven't said the details on. Okay. 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 Yeah. So, (laughs) so yeah, that's where the movie goes. And um, like, like all movie, this is your typical movie from 2000 to 2002 before 9-11 happened. And we had to take things a little more seriously or, uh, you know, just be a little more aware, I guess. Right. Um, so I think the uh, working title for the film was called Uncle. Really? Uh, yeah. If oh you God. sit, if you sit, if you sit through all the credits, they, they show the blooper reel or alternate take reel. And you see okay. the clapper board and it's always saying uncle written on them. Oh my God. That's cool. Yes. I didn't know that. I, I don't know oh. why. I don't know why they had to take blue harvest type security. Yeah. So, um. but um, <laughs> yeah, so that, that sets up the movie. Um, and I mean, it, as I say, it's your standard to early 2000 fare uh, like movies. I mean, what, what was that one guy? Penn? I'm sorry? Um, uh, Chris Penn. Pen. Yeah, Chris, Chris Penn. Pen. Right. Pen. He's, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And, uh, Martin Starr. Right. Uh, yeah. Martin, Martin Starr is the liquor store clerk. Yeah. Um, so, A lot of big names in that movie. Like, yeah. They weren't big names at the time. Time, right. No. Um, Leslie Mann, obviously, that was before, you know. Um, her husband, Judd Apatow. Yeah, Judd Apatow really started. You know, probably got over cancer and started really uh, busting his ass. <laughs> yeah, making his own stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, that you know, we didn't really get to, I think <coughs> not knocked up until two thousand five, two thousand six. Yeah, um, that two thousand five. Right, you did have the sitcoms though. Um, Freaks and geeks. Right, right. Thank you. Yeah. A... Which is pretty much. I mean, that that show is pretty much the Saturday Saturday Night Live of uh, yeah of um television of uh, movies right now. I guess you'd say because I don't really? think. Well, I mean, you look at the cast. Um, oh yeah. You know, it's just like they all ended up having at least one great movie. And, right. Uh, so that's uh <laughs> right. Oh my god. Um. Sorry. Uh, just a side note. Mm-hmm. I'm uh doing this entire call outside. Okay. <laughs> so if you hear a really loud truck going by, oh, uh, that's that's where I am for you. Oh well, no. <laughs> No worries. The uh, AC is shut off here. Windows are still closed. And, uh, you know, there's been at least one shooting while I'm living at this apartment complex. It's a big, it's a big apartment complex. So I'm not. Yeah. It was, not, yeah. It was not, a shooting across the hall. Nothing to do. With well, I do. <laughs> I am getting like $50 off my rent because there is a red stain in my bedroom. I think it I think it might be too bright to be what I think it could be, but there's also like carpet just dug out at that point. So uh. <laughs> I'm I mean, sorry to laugh. It's just no. uh, what? Oh. 
as I yeah. say, it's like, you know, um, I, I, I like the joke. I'm all about, uh, you know, the um, struggle of the poorer man as long as they don't take it out on me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No kidding. Right. Um, so. <coughs> well, uh... So, um, there's just a lot of early 2000 tells about this movie. Like, it's a definitely a offspring knockoff. But when you think of other, just no risk comedies made in that time frame, like uh, I think Tomcats with mm. Jerry O'Connell. That one actually has an offspring song. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and every every movie from that year has Party Hard uh, from 2001 to 2002 thrown in there at some point. I mean, I, I don't know I think how... you're right. Yeah. Oh, it's... it's Yeah, when they were trying to escape and Tom Green is uh, f- you know, effectively being raped by the... Uh, dog. Dog, yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, so, you know, first thing, though, going into this, uh, when you chose this movie, it's like, yeah, Jason's Jason Lee, he's got My Name is Earl, but I can't really say he's ever made a big splash theatrically. Yeah, um, I think there was another one he did. Well, yeah, not even like uh, Henry Poole is all that. Current, like more serious ones, yeah. Didn't even get well, I look at his 2003 with a guy thing and uh, Dreamcatcher, Dreamcatcher, yeah. Uh, which was pretty much sold on at least theatrically. Oh, yeah, we're gonna have an Animatrix cartoon before it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I he, I mean, and he. You look at his, you know, up there, he's always had at least one great movie a year. Uh, 96. I, I, you might uh, be forgetting Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, no, I think that's that's when it all, all like... <laughs> um, funny, I was working for the McDonald's customer, the national McDonald's customer response hotline uh, yeah. at uh, during the chipwrecked era. Oh god. Yeah. And, and so one, I got my training officer who actually went to the same high school, same class as my older sister, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, you didn't really know my older sister. She doesn't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but otherwise we were um selling the um so by the time I got on the floor uh accepting uh calls, I get at least two calls talking about um a Simon toy that uh would smolder okay yeah and okay you want us to send you a replacement simon toy yeah that will be suffice and nobody (laughs) and 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 nobody got hurt by this flaming toy oh no nobody it's like this is true yeah it was smolder what what was the something so i don't know a battery or wiring issue i don't know but Two calls at the very least of a smoldering Simon from Simon the uh, from Alvin the Chipmunks. Wow! And you know, I brought I, it. I brought it up to management twice, and like, did anybody get hurt? 
Yeah. This is some Fight Club bullshit right here. <laughs> no kidding. I mean, A uh, plus B plus C equals X, and if X, X is if X is less than the, the cost of a recall. recall. We don't do right. <laughs> yeah, we both uh, watch movies. Don't we? Oh yes, no, we would <laughs> okay. we wouldn't be here if that was the uh, if it wasn't the case. Sweet. Oh, but what were you, sorry? Oh no, I think that was just a. Uh, just a rant on the chipmunks and i want to i want to know what that simon doll did like would, oh. would it talk I, you know? I i think they all talked i mean it's not like we i mean it, it's crazy because it was um all part of hgs so yeah, like I whatever yeah i think we i think <laughs> if you're if you didn't if you didn't get a bachelor's degree somewhere you ended up at AG, hgs for <laughs> Yeah, at least uh, two months. <laughs> it's regimented. Yes, you got to work there, right? <laughs> you put in your hours. <laughs> hey, I actually got fired there for going to a funeral, but I, oh, I went, <laughs> actually, um, <clears throat> my ex-wife at the time, her, uh, her grandfather died. And then her grandma died two days right. later. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've had yeah. that happen in my life with great grandparents. So yeah, it was, it was just one of those things where you're like, okay, well, no reason to live anymore, you know. Yeah. And then, and uh, so I went to two funerals, and they were like, uh, "We think you're lying about this." Oh, jeez. And, and uh, no, man, I had two funerals to go to. And, yeah, it's. Yeah, it didn't end. Well, I, I was able to gather unemployment. Well, that's that's good. I proved. Yeah, <laughs> funerals oh. were legit. Yep. Oh well, it's. I think a lot of times when you get can uh, like how long were you at HGS? Uh, five years. Yeah. No, I think that was more or less you were making too much money for somebody who's like if you're not a lead operator or a. Uh, team team leader i think it's kind of like me at the truck stop yeah something that happened frequent times people scamming our got our clerks it was um no they wouldn't find that fire them but i was there for six years making as much money as i was during my brief management stay there wow yeah, yeah so i think they there's no such thing as super pantry anymore as far as i can tell so i think i'm the winner there yeah. <laughs> so. so kind of cool. I I'm was all, just. I'm all about the shot in Florida. <laughs> I was just reliving this. Um, this. Uh, I don't, this is on topic, but whatever. Mm. Um, uh, it's. I used to work for a metal fabrication facility. Yeah. Night. And uh, they. Uh, I. I got fired because I refused to work after I clocked out. Oh, jeez. And I, well, not only that is when you when you clocked in, if you, if you clocked in like fifteen minutes early, they wouldn't count. Yeah. It, it would it would round up. Oh, jeez. Which I don't know how that is legal in I... any <laughs> any way, shape, or form. Yeah. No, I. I know with HGS you had 
you know, you would still get the full quarter hour if you're oh if yeah you just get eight minutes in right right and yeah. you know, they they would frown upon you clocking in early but they couldn't yeah. you know all they could do is warn you and say yeah we'll discipline you yeah it's uh it's not a good system yeah uh but but uh they shut down okay the, the metal fabrication place so i feel really good about it yeah <laughs> You know, yeah. Thanos and balance, man. <laughs> so, but yeah, they're just, uh, it's not supposed to be about us. It's supposed to be about uh, Jason Lee and Tom Green. And yeah, um, you know, it's, it's really, I don't know. Like I hated Freddie got fingered. So it was tough for you the guy, what? guys to bring me out to see this one. <laughs> I, I recently like, uh, campaign about Freddy got fingered and I was like that movie was way before it's time and then I was like I'm gonna watch it you know just to make sure I know what I'm talking about yep I didn't I didn't know what I was talking about (laughs) it is still deeply disturbing like I find the the scenes with that little kid like his his neighbor kid Mm -hmm. just I, I have too much empathy I know it's fake I know the blood is fake, <laughs> but I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, ah, this is yeah, <laughs> too much. Um, yeah, but in the meantime, uh, podcast, I have uh, Bad Blood with Down in Champagne. Ah, man, I there's a reason why I call myself Harsh Side as my last name on Facebook, besides trying to make sure it'd be tougher to find me when prospective employers wow <laughs> i mean but in, i mean that's and i and i get it podcasts are done by people for themselves i'm not right gonna, i'm not gonna disillusion so i can understand being upset if somebody's you you perceive somebody's ruining your dream <laughs> yeah i mean well, a but, correction i mean me i was a failed i mean i was a professional child model didn't work any but i had an agent <laughs> I, I i think a video game idea was stolen, <laughs> stolen of mine but i wrote that video game when i was 14 years old in pencil and then sent it off <laughs> what um, was the idea uh i say it's dead or alive okay yeah wow really? i didn't really think about it till dead or alive 2 was being talked about as the next great fighting game for the dreamcast and and then I'm like, why? Why is this ringing? <laughs> so I, so I came <laughs> That's over. The, crazy. Yeah, as I say, I can't prove it. So yeah. I don't. You know, I, I had an idea for a video game when I was uh, younger, uh, called Celebrity Skate Tiny Town, and it's uh, the whole concept is like you you start as a celebrity. You know, it's kind of like Tony Hawk. Okay. All these different areas. Yeah, but uh, each area would progressively get smaller and smaller. So you're like <laughs> skating through a straw, you know, like on a bur- right. burger. And, uh, but it gets smaller and smaller. But you would be a celebrity, and then uh, Tony Hawk kind of did that. So yeah, I mean, uh, uh, well, 
that, that could, as I say, I actually sent my my idea to the op- American offices of Tecmo. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I I wrote mine in a notebook. Yeah. No, I so oh no, it was it, hey, it's not that far removed. As I said, I took the pages out and mailed them. Yeah. I had a thing from Nintendo Power listing all the addresses of the offices of American distributors. Yeah. So uh Sega How actually Sega actually sent me uh contracts to uh surrender my idea and then they said, Yeah, no, a Power Rangers, we can't you don't have the license to that. And your street wow. hockey, your street hockey game isn't original. It's like <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah again. Neither is the poker game, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think that speaks to a lot of the uh, two thousand early two thousand movies. Uh, we're I think we're <laughs> still trying to cat like American Pie hit it big, and I thought, and it was basically we're gonna try recapturing the early eighties. Uh, frat boy comedy, I think, to an extent. Um, I like I've been looking for a copy of Road Trip since you brought up Stealing Harvard. Like, I'm not okay, gonna re- yeah. I'm not gonna rewatch Freddy Got Fingered, but Road Trip. I mean, yeah, this is the guy who did the Joker, or so, or did yeah. Joker. So, like, yeah, I'll give that a rewatch. Can't f- cool. yeah, yeah, could not find it at like two disc replays or mega replays, really? what have you. Yeah. I would figure that would be one of those $1 movies. Like everybody bought it and now they're just trying to get rid of all the copies they paid a quarter for. So some reason road trips hard to find. Um, so this is a, uh, but I, I think maybe Freddie got fingered kind of corrected things like, <laughs> uh, well, well, yeah, we know we can't do that again. <laughs> well, I think the thing I liked about Freddy Got Fingered, like, is what I like a lot. You know, like when I make my sketches. Yes, and I Doug, feel Tom, like Tom Green was great on his MTV show. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I I brought up that other podcast because they were raving about Freddy Got Fingered, and it's like. Whoa, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, the thing is, I I liked it. Uh, I think there was a certain scene I had in mind when I was campaigning for Freddy Got Fingered was uh, probably one of the first scenes when um, he uh, sees those guys, like, um, disseminating the horse. They're, like, collecting the right sample or whatever and he walks in like runs up i think he's eating a sandwich really hard <laughs> you know and then he just runs up and just grabs it you know like look at me daddy yeah i think it's absurd but if you think about being a film crew and they're like and action and he uh. goes and does that that's the funniest thing. Like, yeah, well, the funniest thing to me is the ideas behind filming it. <laughs> you know, like, what is happening here? Like, <laughs> are we really pointing a lens at this big horse's dick for him to grab it? <laughs> like, that's what we're doing right now? <laughs> well, 
to uh, Tom Green's credit, because I believe he directed Freddy Got Fingered. Yeah, and they gave him full, full, uh, yeah, full like, creative control over it. Right. Um, at least he tops the ad by the, the uh, gag by the end. Uh, yeah, going, going from the horses to to the to the elephant. elephant the yeah, end. Yes. yeah. So it comes full circle. It, yeah, no, and, and... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just, um, the point of the matter is, and I think this may have been a hindrance, and this is why Jason Lee, you know, didn't is going to be best known for My Name Is Earl. And, mm-hmm. may, and maybe Brody uh, Brody from Mall Rats because we oh, yeah. could care less about Banky, which is a little homophobic, but I digress. Um, it, well, yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, these guys who are perpetual supporting actors. Yeah. And uh, Tom Green especially, and I think Freddie got fingered like Okay, yeah, no, no. We got <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, and he's and man. he's and he's good. He like and this is the big thing about um uh stealing Harvard is that it takes a while to warm up, I think. Yeah. Like, like it, just his character. Oh, I think a lot of characters. Leslie Mann's character, Dennis Farina. It's like, well, anybody can play the overprotective father. I want a little bit thuggy, dirty cop from Dennis yeah. Farina, uh, and it, it it gets out there. But it's like you yeah. gotta go. You gotta get through this first act. <laughs> yeah. And well, what, once you get through it, it's like I think it's uh co- the the comedy is solid. Yeah, so. I I think. I think when I first saw Stealing Harvard, I had been aware of the Tom Green show. And I think the first time I saw him, like, you know, on screen, I was like, oh, wow, they found a way to contain him, you know, or to to utilize him properly, you know? Like, so I feel like, I feel like, Stealing Harvard was the perfect vehicle for Tom Green uh, because no. of, I mean, that, that scene, I quote this all the time, when when, when he's in the band and uh, he goes and picks up uh, Jason Lee's character, John, Yeah, he's honking the horn, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's revving the engine. The engine, yeah, revving the engine. You're waking everybody <laughs> up. You're waking everybody up. And then he's he a he's an <laughs> he's an asshole. Oh, did you asshole. say casserole? <laughs> no, I said <laughs> yeah. That gag, dude. Like uh, <laughs> it's perfect. Like so well timed. I I love it. Yeah. But, I, I don't know. I was that was like my prime, you know. Like when when that movie came out, it was like when I was first discovering comedy, you know. And well, I, I imagine you're probably ten years my junior. I'm forty one, so okay. Well, I'm only six, uh, five years younger. 
Okay, so yeah, hey, well, I, I've got I've got a six I got a brother who's six years younger, so yeah, I okay. can I can kind of relate to where you're coming from on that because I think it's actually my little brother like who showed me this movie. Right, right. So, um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I'm trying to think of there's so many great lines. I, oh, I think. yeah. Like, I... The um, what's the cop's name? Um, the actor is John C. McGinley. Yeah, John C. McGinley. That that entire toothbrush when he's beating on his desk. <laughs> I, yeah, it's the same. I mean, from the same the scene. Yeah, scene and then it's the toothbrush. Yeah, to where he's pounding on the desk. Don't touch my door. Yes. It's like, <laughs> yeah. No. Get I up, mean, get out. Get up. Get out. Yeah. It's it's every it's everything you like again. It's what you wanted from a like. Yeah, you, I, I hate typecasting, but you wanted Dennis Freeman to be dirty. You wanted you wanted right. John C. McGinley to end up being his Scrubs character. You know, right, right, right. Um, and it and it, was it this all post Scrubs. Uh, I think it was during. Yeah. Okay. That makes- uh, 2002 yeah i don't i think well i don't know scrubs made it was a lot less a long time yeah i mean i keep i'm a big donald phase like primarily robot chicken donald phase on stuff there with breck and meyer that's another yeah, yeah. that's another convention story going to uh see uh clueless reunion with alicia silverstone paul rudd donald phase on oh, and breck and meyer like I mean, fun yeah <laughs> i i just i just regret but i don't know i can't regret buying a customized lightsaber but i could have probably bought a couple of funko pops from voices they do on robot chicken breck and meyer and donald Faison and <laughs> paid for the yeah. aut- autographs at the same price so eh. well you know yeah i was thinking about paul rudd today and just his sense of humor Oh, I mean, he. I, after seeing the trailer today for Ghostbusters Afterlife, it's kind of like uh, his his sense of humor better be on because. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, I I saw like the only thing I've seen from the movie otherwise was the marshmallow like safe off marshmallow guys coming to life in a, in, yeah. a in a Walmart <laughs> doing gremlins type shit to each other, <laughs> and I thought oh, I did right. see that. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be gold. And then at the this, watching the trailer today, it's a little too dramatic, but I think that's probably for the better, because um, it looks like it's going to be like Ag- Egon's granddaughter, and like it's taking yeah. place in the middle of you know the flyover states, basically, because that's where the apocalypse is going to happen, and Egon was preparing for it. Um, but I see one of the one of the dogs chasing Paul Rudd out of the Walmart by the end of it so <laughs> okay yeah so it, i'm definitely gonna see it but it's like this this could end, this could they it's a slippery slope i didn't mind ghostbusters 2016 um yeah ill-advised but you know i didn't mind it either yeah i was kind of i i saw it in theater and i was like yeah that was cool i mm-hmm. just kind of remembered yeah, I remember being like, I love Kate McKinnon. Yeah, I, I love all of these actresses, mm. and they're going to be great together. 
yeah and i feel like they were like all right let's sit down and let's do lino rama right the entire time yeah and and then build the story around that right you know that's how it felt to me and like oh, well it just seems unconnected you know like disconnected yes plot, right you know? I will say that you have to give any movie where Bill Murray gets killed a chance. <laughs> yep, that's true. Zombieland, Groundhog's Day. What's um, the one where he was wanting to bury himself? Or... Oh, jeez. I, I mean, there's so many. Maybe he wasn't, so he many wasn't Bill, the main character. Right. So many Bill Murray movies I haven't seen. I, I have... Uh, whatever it's called i found that at a disc replay um mad dog i mean it's got de niro in it as well saint vincent saint Vi- oh saint vincent i haven't seen it okay. i know i know that was the inf- the uh famous oh this was actually an idea like if you can get the phone number to his voicemail story yeah 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 and he was great in that role there's a lot of Nice. There's a lot of dialogue when he's in the bar that kind of like hit home, or they're just delivered, and every everyone else in the scene delivers it. Where it's like that felt like a real conversation. Yeah, well, I mean, anybody like I'm not saying Jim Jeremish uh, is uh, batting a thousand with his movies, but if you're put if you're putting one of his movies, you're I think that's a badge of honor, like. The guy, yeah, the guy, the guy knows talent. So yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah, uh, back to what I, Paul Rudd. Right. Have you seen? Um, they came together. No, I have not. Oh my god! Dude. I mean, it, it was All my right. it was it was my shameful iTunes purchase this week. Like, oh, red, wet, hot in American summer. I haven't seen that, but eight bucks, sure. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. There's um. There's a movie, uh, They Came Together. It's Paul Rudd and uh, Amy Poehler. Okay, I've, I'm kind of recalling it, but I couldn't tell you the name still. I, it's directed by the same guy who did Wet Hot, David. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just can't get it out of my head. There's so many. It's so over the top. It's like it's almost like not another teen movie, kind of, but not. It, it's how you would do a movie like not another teen movie. Okay, like, <laughs> that's so. A lot. So we've come from. So he, he's got. He's kind of getting that parody down. I mean, I I remember the movie called The Ten. Oh yeah, The Ten, dude. Yeah. Oh my god, which is hit and miss. <laughs> like it's a good anthology. Yeah, there's some of those stories that are. I, I remember the first time I saw that movie, I just was in stitches. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, I was. I wasn't that far. Like, I guess. I mean, it was an interesting rental weekend because I think I rented a another movie called Flakes with uh, uh, Zoe Dashnell is the reason you'd rent it. Um, but but uh, it's like Christopher. So it's like Christopher Lloyd's running a. Um, cereal shop and like you can buy classic bags of cereal because you know if it's in the bag it's fine 
So if you want some vintage yummy mummy, you're all right. Uh, and then, and then somebody opens some, you know, yuppie waspy kid (laughs) decides to like, Oh, I can't buy your cereal shop. I'll open one across the street. (laughs) And, and because of a relationship and Christopher Lloyd's the owner of the original and right. It's being man, and the manager is Zoe Dashnell's boyfriend. And because he won't let her work there, she turn you know goes and betrays him there. So funny, funny uh, movie about cereal. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, it it's called Flakes. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's one I've been meaning to check out. I, I like everybody Honor? says that's the Jennifer Gardner uh, magna opus. <laughs> It really is. She's so great in that role. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Butter. Such yeah. a weird movie to exist in. <laughs> uh, there, it, was a, it was a weird time. Um, the early uh, 2010s. Because you still had you had movies like Bernie with Jack Black. You know. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. That's, that's a true story. Yes. I, I, yeah, yeah. Which is, um, I mean, Mm. so yep so so as they say i guess my you know my issue with the movie uh stealing harvard taking so long to warm up is just basically my argument why i'm not a harry potter fan it's (laughs) like okay i saw and all right i'm i was 21 when sorcerer's stone came out no i didn't read the book yes i faked my way through my literature at ICC as my primary focus for my English associates. Uh, yeah. But um, it's kind of like, I'm not saying Sorcerer's Stone wasn't a good movie. It's just, it was so derivative of everything I've seen beforehand. Yeah. I, I wasn't interested. So and it's like, oh no, no, it doesn't really pick up till the third movie. And it's like, yeah, Okay, stealing Harvard. I had to put up with twenty minutes of build right. before it starts rolling and is bloody gold. You're yeah. telling me I got to sit through another two and a half hour movie, five hours for this this thing to get rolling. I think I'll just enjoy the ride at Universal. <laughs> yeah, I I'm trying to remember if the first scene of stealing Harvard is a. Uh is narration uh so they so it opens with that crappy punk song over the credits yeah and then it's him walking uh, to the walking to the track yeah to, to, with the 30 uh 30 to one shot yeah uh called me lady like, and uh <laughs> i feel like they wanted to use that song you know but like they could have just put the credits over that scene you know, yeah. like, oh, okay. well, you do that though, then you're at a, you're only at 80, 80 minutes. You're almost running too short because yeah. you, you get you add on the runtime. I'm presuming the three minutes of bloopers and such was added to your is was tacked on the runtime. I think the movie re- clocks in a an hour twenty seven. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm all about short movies. Obviously, that's the entire point of this podcast. Stuff you could actually shove yeah. into a two-hour time slot on TV Bloody S. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a, 
it's still weird when you ask me about movies. I feel like I haven't been watching movies all that much. I've been watching a lot of TV. You know? Well, like, I can totally, I can totally relate to it, and I, and it's, it's sad as somebody who, again, has wrote. Uh, if you want to find out my about my script for uh, Main Event of the Dead, my pro wrestling zombie comedy, send an email <laughs> to russthebus zero seven at gmail dot com. R u s s t h e b u s zero seven at gmail dot com. All right. Um, <laughs> film film has always been my medium because I think like. I was I was on the Andy Kaufman philosophy when it came to sitcoms. Okay. Like, it's just the lowest form of entertainment. Yeah. Like you got some brilliant ones. I mean, animated sitcoms are usually I mean, Family Guy is pretty derivative, but the jokes are there yeah. at least. The Simpsons, yeah. but you know, Simpsons may have been around for 20 years too long, but you can just sit and watch a Simpsons episode and yeah, it's, it's situational comedy. I mean, it's really not that, you know, have you seen, this might be off topic, but it's, it's totally on topic. Have you seen Kevin can smack himself? I have, um, I'm aware of it. I have not watched it. Uh, Oh my God. My wife and I, we, we watched the first six episodes I think are out right now. Mm-hmm. And it just eviscerates the idea of, uh, S- of situational sitcom. comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And like the laugh track is, is like droning. No. And it makes you really understand. Like, it, I think it's so important for people to watch Kevin can smack himself and then reflect on so many sitcoms. You know, like it's almost like, uh, well, what happens in in the show is like you'll have it set up like a sitcom. The laugh track is there, yeah. You know, and she'll like this scene will happen, and it's funny. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a funny scene, like you know that you would normally laugh at, and it's like a little bit, you know, like higher quality than regular sitcoms. Oh you know? yeah. Like, a really good joke and then all of a sudden she walks into the other room and it's not sitcom mm-hmm. you know showing how, how these situations are actually affecting her and they're not fun you know yeah. they're they're oh. she's not a background character yeah and it is so important you know like to, to watch them especially oh the, um I mean, I'm definitely down for that. I mean, if you if you're in the MCU, it's probably why I could uh, get past the first two episodes of um, WandaVision. WandaVision, uh, yeah, because yeah. you have to. I, be, like, I I like the fact that it really was like very aware that. Yeah, you can't have situational comedy if you're trying to actually develop characters. Right. Exactly. Um. I watched all of WandaVision and mm-hmm. I, I remember saying to my wife when I started watching Kevin Smith is, is uh, this is the show WandaVision wishes that it could be. Oh no. I, I, I <laughs> could, 
Well, WandaVision's still tied to a tied to a cinematic universe, but I will say um, right. I do appreciate the fact that uh, Disney is cutting down on run times. Yeah, I mean, uh, Man- I I love the Mandalorian, and I love the fact that you know, hey, there's a forty minute. It's oh, that episode was only forty minutes. Right. <laughs> hey. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. Let's let's just get yeah get to point A to point B, and go from there uh it's not I do that... like that format yeah you finish the story and then the story is done mm-hmm. oh, yeah i still gotta finish up winter soldier falcon and the winter soldier why Sebastian stan gets top bill i don't know racism but um <laughs> um yeah yeah in the meantime my mom's bitching about oh disney's being too inclusive like Okay. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, There's no such thing as too inclusive. Too inclusive. Yes, I, I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, I didn't say that. That's honestly, it's the biggest problem with, with, uh, with uh, my coworker at work, like watching stuff like, no, this is the crap that finally inspired me to move out of my parents' house. Don't, I don't <laughs> need to, I don't, are you trying to make me go back to Bloomington? <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, okay. move into my little brother's house in Peoria before it gets sold. Like, right? Yeah. Um, so it's so as I say, I'm I'm from that from that the Kaufman theory, and I think Kaufman would have probably a uh, show I couldn't get into too deep was Kidding with Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, and yeah. that was more or less well. Yeah, this is genuine mental problems, and my ex girlfriend. She does a lot for this podcast. Um, Allie, who has a Allie's accessory shop on Etsy. Uh, she brings me like three videos a week. As I say, we're not dating. Uh, yeah. You know, and um, for the pod, I hope she stops after she gets the Z on this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, like, when you're, I think, I think it's a scary series because so many people are actually dealing with or finally accepting that, oh, we have mental problems. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So, right. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I didn't really watch My Name is Earl, I guess, when it came, because, of, and that's, that's unfair because, I mean, for me, because the cast and I, it, I guess with My Name is Earl, it had a point. The character yeah. won the lottery and lost the ticket, and he's just trying to make amends until the ticket finally ends up back with him. Yeah. Well, you know? I, I I don't think in his mind he was like, so the ticket comes back. Right, but it's about karma and making things yeah. right, and it's all going to pay off in the end, which is kind of like what steal, um, stealing Harvard is. I mean, by the right. end of it, like... Yeah, I nearly rob a bank, a liquor store, my dad's business. I mean, my father-in-law's business. Yeah. But it was all meant for, you know, it was just meant to happen. For... Yeah, yeah. And it was all for a good purpose. Right. I mean, be... the... Yeah, I mean, if you do it... <laughs> if you're doing as long as you as long as you what you're doing is for the greater good the greater yeah. good um knock over that liquor store yeah you know? because 
<laughs> right. I mean, the greater good. Yeah, um, the greater good. <laughs> uh, sorry, yeah. I can't help myself from the hot fuzz. Whatever. <laughs> hot fuzz. Yeah. Whatever. Ryan. No, no, the movie Hot Fuzz. Oh, okay. With, yeah. Uh, Simon Pegg, uh, Nick Frost, directed by Edgar Wright. Can't right. wait. For, can't wait for his new movie. What um, is that called again? Um, I, something with Soho. Okay. Yeah. Duncan. I mean, right. I do want to see his documentary on the Sparks Brothers. I'll say that too. But yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but it was it, the greater good things from Hot Fuzz. Whenever the uh, once you find out that the uh, town the townies are killing off everybody for the greater good and whenever somebody says the greater good everybody repeats the greater good the greater good oh, okay yeah, yeah so right. no you're 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 mike you're you know whatever you're doing with your phone as i say i'm accustomed to so <laughs> cool cool so, i've seen hot fuzz like once you mm-hmm. know okay but so no i'm not gonna distract you anymore what, what are you gonna say oh no i i was oh. trying to go through my notes so I mean, I that's that's the thing though with uh, Edgar Wright. A lot of people have movies they, aside from Baby Driver, which is on bona fide classic. Nobody can argue the quality of that. Yeah, um, we got the Scott Pilgrim. Uh, there's people like it. It took a lot of warming up for. <laughs> I think a lot of people. For you? No, I loved it oh. mi- from oh, okay. minute one. Like, why didn't I, I see this in theaters? Like, like I. I was kind of the same way. Um, I, like, I saw it in theaters. I was like, okay. And then my, I don't know, I was talking to somebody. They're like, this is one of my favorite movies. And I'm like, oh, I'll give it another shot. Like, how did I not love this? Oh, I, it's, yeah, <laughs> I, I see that from a lot. Well, I don't know, because I've never seen people put up, because usually it's me trying to show the movie to somebody. Right. And then they're like, I don't know what it is that there's a special kind of zone you have to be in. Like, yeah, I, I'm a video game nut as previously established. And the yeah. sad thing, the sad thing is I, I will buy video games and not have, gosh, I'll get around to watching all my movies at some point. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I'm ever going to catch up to all my video games, and I see the values at resale values of a lot of stuff. It's like, oh shit, am I going <laughs> to yeah. get to actually play this before I go and punt it off for the seventy dollars <laughs> I can get for it? <laughs> right. Like yeah. I was at disc uh, mega replay in Bloomington, and it's like I sold a bunch of DVDs, and like, oh, we can give you one hundred and ten dollars in credit, oh, and some Dreamcast games. Uh, or yeah. we can give you eighty or eighty eighty four dollars cash. I'm not <laughs> yeah, supposed I'm to. Take... I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll take good. the eighty four, and then I walk by, and they got a copy of Dynamite Cop on the Dreamcast. Yeah, or which is basically Die Hard the arcade game. If you ever played that, <laughs> I um, I did not own a Dreamcast. Yeah, that was my first system. Like that was the first. My parents wouldn't let me have a job. Like. School and wrestling are your jobs. Yeah. And then first job I got was actually Caterpillar Warehouse in Morton. And that wow. was like my first big purchase was 
a Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> I, I was the same way, except my first one. I, I mean, it was a long time. So PlayStation 2 yeah. was my first purchase. Oh, I, I, I have a PlayStation. Well, like, my primary television's got uh, a... a uh, modified Nintendo 64 that can play Japanese games, a uh, what they call an FC twin that plays Nintendo and Super Nintendo games. I also have the yeah. Japanese adapting software or hardware. Man. Sega, Dreamca- <laughs> Sega Dreamcast, um, PlayStation 2, Xbox 360, um, and a PlayStation, a Wii U and a PlayStation 5. So. Wow. Well, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I during the pandemic, like the start of the pandemic, we, we were like, we need a video game system. Oh, good luck with that. My uh, well, well oh, no, got... I was I was put oh, on good. the hunt for a little uh, for an N64 uh, for my little brother's pregnant girlfriend. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I found one well, and for a hundred bucks. That was the going price. Like, ours, um. We got a Wii, and mm-hmm. the only game we had for it was uh, uh, Super Mario Galaxy. Well, that's which, a good one, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm not, we're going to become experts at this game. And lo and behold, we got, we got that one and the sequel. Mm-hmm. And we played it every day for like five months. And we were like, all right. <laughs> like, we're too good at this game. And then, uh, the only other system we got, we finally got a VR. Oh. And, uh, and <laughs> get this, the only game we like to play on it is Poker Stars. <laughs> that is. <laughs> it sounds lame, but cool. it is the coolest game I've ever played. Oh, it's I, what... I, do a, I do a character the whole time. Yeah. You know, and it, I, I have a blast. Like that's all I ever want to play, poker star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I still come back to Pokemon. I mean, that's the primary reason I haven't played all the video games. Like, oh yeah, definitely gonna oh, buy yeah. buy. Uh, well, if it's not Pokemon, it's usually the WWE games while they're st- the servers are still up, and I can download, create wrestlers and everything. Um, <laughs> Make my KMFDM themed arena. <laughs> KMFDM. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, let's <laughs> see. Which what what is my favorite? Um, I mean, I have a tattoo that's supposed to mean uh, kittens make for demonic minions. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I do love kidnap Madonna for drug money. Wait, say that again. Kidnap Madonna. For drug money. Okay, that's what the shirt says. I, I thought the shirt said, I do love no. kidnapping. <laughs> no, no. Like, it's a little yeah. wordy. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 just a big joke with the with the group. I see him whenever they're on tour. I mean, which is kind of again, you you pronounce to get the encore you have to say KMF you have to chant KMFDM sucks and it's like <laughs> they're a li- they're a little too aware, and on top of that, they're a left. You know, they're a total leftist group. Yeah, 
and I and I'll go see bands like uh, Lords of Acid and Pig and My Life, The Thrill Kill Called. It's like same kind of music, but they don't take themselves that seriously. Right. That's <laughs> yeah. Those are the kind of shows you leave with a bloody note, right? No, no, they're not. No, no, no. You, it's it's weird because. You know, like at least Thrill Kill Cult, I was surprised. I saw people. Um, moshing? No, no, not really not moshing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's industrial metal. I mean, it's long line. I, I would imagine Ministry, I hope you'd break your nose. Okay. okay <laughs> but yeah. um, no, it's they're pretty, <laughs> they're pretty calm. I mean, they're pretty calm. I've seen people doing EDM dancing. Have you ever seen the movie The Lobster? Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, and we only listen to EDM because that's the only music you can dance alone to. <laughs> and, you know, it's almost like I think it's uh, I think the term in ska is like the dancing is skanking. Yeah. Yeah. And like it's I'm ska. seeing people, you're right. And I'm seeing people do that. And it's like <laughs> you, you realize it's going pretty fast, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm, I I I always get sad because I'm technically Gen X, and it's like I did not know that wax tracks in Chicago was a thing, <laughs> or yeah. I didn't really know the Chicago punk scene before all that punk pop bullshit. Like, I love Naked right. Ray Gun, and like, oh, they're gonna open for Arcade Fire, um, no Alkaline Trio, and it's like, oh. Uh yeah, I could care less about Alkaline Trio. I understand where their sound came from. Hey, way to reckon. reckon. Sorry. No, go ahead. I, I I met Alkaline Trio once and had no clue it was Alkaline Trio. <laughs> <laughs> I have this stand-up bit where I said uh, I recently went to Colorado. Want to know how cool Colorado is? How cool is Colorado? Colorado's so cool. I walked up to the first group of four dudes that I saw and I said, Oh my God, what band are you? <laughs> and they said, Fleet Fox. <laughs> but they was just Raz. They were, they were actually Mumford. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. True, but. Right. But I know way too many people have ended up like, Colorado, weird place. I imagine it's probably a f- cool place right now, but it's like all the people who didn't have the uh, the gas money to make it to Oregon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we're talking Denver, though, right? Right. I mean, no, I I don't know. I I think Fort Collins. I mean, they. I think that's uh, Colorado State's all right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I gotta. I gotta. Like my best friend in high school uh, settled in there, and he's like. I mean, he's he's got his doctorate in engineering now, and it's like, yeah. But me and you were the two guys who were going to do the crazy shit right off the bat, like, yeah. It was uh, <laughs> like, I would say, like, um, like football wise, we were both uh, like when it came to re- taking the onside kick. I will at least mm-hmm. pause and think about it before I charge it charge the football to get it which you're not supposed to do yeah. on an onside kick obviously 
Let it go Lucy's 10 yards. I'm sorry. Unless Lucy's holding the ball. Well, an onside kick, you're not kicking it. It's You're on the receiving side. I was on the receiving okay, side. Okay, can you edit that out where I didn't know anything about football? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Damn. We All look, right. uh, look, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> football is is played by teams like uh, Newcastle, United FC. You have oh, okay. you have groups of fans who may or may not beat up other fans who like to call themselves the Gremlins or the firm. Like, I mean. And it, I don't know. I'm a big Anglophile, as they say. I like to use the word. I get, like to use the letter Z instead of Z. <laughs> okay, I, um, I'm into. Yeah, I mean, I. It was Eddie Izzard who said, um, "Oh, I, I understand a lot of your changes um, in words. I understand getting rid of that U after the O. I mean, you know, there's some words that are still a little strange, like." Uh, you say herb, we say herb because there's a smack an H. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's um, it's funny watching. I like, I don't know. Somehow, wrestling is bigger in England right now than it is in the states. So, a lot of video, like all the wrestling videos you watch, recapping stuff, are shot out of now Newcastle or London. <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting. Uh, oh, I... England is now like, you know what we like <laughs> is wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And it's like, it's kind of sad because they have their own style and it's like, they're so desperate for people simulating fights. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I won't wow. use, I won't use the F word because, <laughs> oh, no. you know, I, uh, I got too many concussions and broken bones and fused fused parts of my body yeah. um but uh i don't know i've always been an advocate for professional wrestling over mma because professional wrestling you should get a great fight every time yeah mma yeah you know once they once they once they brought in all those freaking rules i should say mm-hmm. like give me the good old mma when it's like you only know one style. <laughs> I hope it works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why, that's why I didn't get into MMA. It's like I am not going to be. I don't think I can be the best jujitsu guy. So yeah. no, I'm not going to do that. And then you see how the sport default evolved, quote unquote. It's like, oh, you mean I just have to take something from column A, column B, yeah, and run out the freaking clock? <laughs> there was no clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, cool. give me the Kumite, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, okay. So, Stealing Harbor, trying to look up some stuff on my notes. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's as I say, once the movie gets rolling, everybody's great in it. Leslie Mann yeah. is awesome. Like, yeah. I thought I was only going to find her sexy as a prostitute in the uh, uh, Bruce Willis movie, um, Last Man Standing, <laughs> which is just what? a take on... Yeah, it's a Last Man Standing. Uh, it's a uh, 
just another take on uh, Yojimbo uh, slash yeah. uh, Fistful of Dollars. Okay. Uh, it, it takes place. It's a Bruce Willis movie. I can't remember the director. It takes place at a uh, border town in Texas. So in basically, Tim Allen. Then, right? No, no. Um, I'm yeah, he's sorry. in that show. But... Um. So yeah, last. <laughs> sorry, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it and it's honestly, I can't say for a sitcom, it's that bad. It's just that. You know, you no, know, it's bad. It's, you know, well, I, I know what, well, you know, sadly it hits its target, its target audience. Like, yeah, I, oh. I, I hate twilight with a passion, but when I watched the movie, because somebody said, Oh, you got to watch this on my podcast. Yeah. And it's like, I hate it with every passion of my being, <laughs> but it does what it's supposed to do. So I can't call it bad. I heard the weirdest thing. My my dad's super uh, conservative, you know. Well, you you uh, what? You're you're hailing from Pekin right now, so <laughs> yeah. Well, he told he told told me um uh I love this show, Last Man Standing, and uh, get this, all the writers are liberal. And I was like, well, then you're not watching it correctly. Yeah, and... <laughs> you know, like. I don't know, man. Like his favorite shows, like The Office. Mm-hmm. Like you don't see the parallels. You know? Yeah, like, I don't think you're watching it right. Right? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I I never got into The Office. It's kind of like okay, if England only needed twelve episodes, why do we have a hundred? Hey, that's your opinion. A huge office fan, but no, I'm just saying that's you know. that's why I never got into it. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, and I couldn't really say it was that smart because I I finally got to the screenplay writing class in ICC, so I got two associates, one in general education, one in liberal arts, and it was pr- the second time I went back to ICC. It was primarily getting to a screenwriting course, which they offered, and then nobody signed up for, so I took a bunch of mass comm classes, which. Hey, thanks to ICC, we have this podcast. But <laughs> oh, by the yeah. time, and I got and I got my, as I say, my liberal arts degree, English focus on a bunch of stuff I didn't actually read. Um, and then <laughs> I, so after, but by the time I got that degree, they finally got the screen screenwriting class, and they kind of made it an exercise. All right, so we're going to be like a writer's room. Come up with this bit for the office, and it's like. And I felt like I was guiding, I was guiding it, never see, watching a single episode. Like, wow. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So that, that kind of, that didn't help the office out. Yeah. Um, it works great in memes. I mean, yeah. You know, I don't so. know. I mean, I, I think it had to do with growing up with it. I think yeah. someone said, uh, uh, I watched the, first episode and then i binged the entire thing mm. dude i watched the first episode and had to wait a week <laughs> for the next episode <laughs> right no i that's why i love yeah. it love it right now like uh one of my favorite tv shows is the boys on amazon okay and I, i've heard good things but yeah so 
the first season, I think they dropped all the episodes at once, and I didn't catch up to it until probably six months after. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it and like, oh, awesome. And then the new season started. And then they started, like, they dropped the first three episodes. And then you had to wait yeah. each week to um, catch yeah. the new one. And I think that's the way to do it, man. I've kind of been doing that. Oh, yeah. Like, Mandalorian uh, did it. Uh, all the Marvel Dave, shows are doing it. Dave did it. I don't know if you've seen Dave. Uh, yeah, uh, on little, FX. Little show. Oh yeah. Well, it was it was on it. It was it's still being showed on FX though. Yeah, yeah. Or so, FX. I mean, well, yeah, whichever FX. It's it's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. It's very weird now that Disney owns it. But yeah. Um, Let's put all the adult stuff. To, uh, also, another show that did that at the Handmaid's Tale. Oh yeah, well that was on Hulu. And they, you're right. Yeah. Um, they two that that's one of those like, oh, as a, I think as I wrote in my blog, aspiring communist with a bleeding heart. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is like, about Handmaid's Tale. No, I, I that was my or, the blog post I was writing about my. Oh. oh. Which is actually. Okay. Which is actually like a um, what, the, what I'm working towards is a like anti-vaxxer saying my body, my choice, and it's like, well, yeah. isn't, isn't that bloody ironic that you're using, you know, liberal the same and it's like to... right to try supporting you, and it's like, here's the thing, and I'm probably spoiling my blog by saying it, but um, <laughs> I don't trust your body with it. I don't. I don't trust your body with another with a human growing inside it. Yeah. It's just another little bastard who's gonna grow up poor and try to rob my ass. Uh, could you do us a be- do us a favor and just uh, your body, your choice? But you know where I'm leaning, choice wise. <laughs> yeah. So, COVID is like the uh, poor child <laughs> waiting to be born. Okay. No, I don't want it. <laughs> Yeah. Do us a favor. It, get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. I, I'm uh, having trouble. I I recently spit rhetoric back um, with uh, uh, gas prices. Mm-hmm. That uh, those people whining about Joe Biden. Yeah. Gas prices. It's got nothing Just to get do a better with. job and uh, stop blaming the government for all yeah their i'm right like this is yeah no gas prices has nothing to do with uh joe yeah. biden it was the fact that we didn't use gas for a year yeah um, and there's there's also like the this might be opening up a whole big can of worms but there's like uh who was running the oil industry uh the past few years um was the oil companies themselves yes. were policing right. themselves. Yeah. And uh I think that has been undone. I'm pretty sure that has been undone. Wouldn't wouldn't surprise me and it's kind of like eh. And this might be the retaliation, you know, like yeah. We can't police ourselves, so we're gonna, gonna raise the gas price. Well, my mom was bitching about like I hope you don't say this that we need gas prices to go high. Your your 
second cousin, her cousin, she wants yeah. gas prices to go higher so that everybody goes electric. And it's like, yeah. I don't, I don't trust. I don't like, yeah, we are going to start wearing masks again. I might miss the two conventions I'm booking hotel rooms for <laughs> because right. people won't get vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to die. I have, I've been back. I'm fully vaxxed. I'm not going to die. I might be, you know, I might catch COVID, but I, right. I'm not going to die. Like, it, I'm, it I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, so it's like, yeah, no, people, I don't trust people to do the right thing. Like, yeah, gas prices rise. Oh, maybe we should go electric. No, right. I don't, people like the bitch too much. Right. And my problem is, well, I, like I, to, I like to argue with these. Smackers. <laughs> Same here. My Facebook, I, I've gotten kicked off of Facebook so many times in the past year. Just, you know, like, and, and it's little things that I think Facebook is like keyed into what I'm writing. So, like, the moment I write something like, like some guy said, uh, uh, trans people, uh, have mental or are all have mental disabilities or they're I can't remember how he phrased it and, and I said the natural thing that you say to someone who says that is that your mom is a hoe no and <laughs> yeah and Facebook is like get out of here oh know? no I've uh being involved in the wrestling business now I haven't taken a bump in a ring I might get yeah. drunk. I might get drunk and see if I can still bump. I'm not right. I'm not not going to say that. I hope the neighbors downstairs are cool with that. Um, but um, <laughs> it's like, um, oh shit! I had a thought. Oh, wrestling business is just awful about it. Like there was this. Um, listen to a podcast called marty and sarah love wrestling uh based out of chicago uh cool cool people on top of that um they were talking about one of her friends uh got uh kicked off of twitter for threatening to eat a man alive <laughs> oh man yeah it's like so permanent was man. It a real threat no so, i i doubt she was going but, to eat i mean she called herself the man eater but yeah, I doubt I, well, she was going to. Yeah, her like, profile picture was her with a fork and knife. But <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> I don't know. I I mean, gosh, it's yeah. I don't know. I you know I am all about critical race theory because oh, yeah. we got to quit like trying to say, well, how can I be an ally? You know, shut yeah. up. Shut the fuck up and listen <laughs> right? Exactly. to the other side and don't try to relate. Just accept that's the experience. If that yeah. feels like shit, quit then doing it. Was it was shit. Yeah. yeah. Quit, exactly. you know, quit, quit perpetuating it. Um, I think the big problem with, and, and I'm sorry you didn't get quite good to your point yet. No, but, I, I'm, uh, I was rolling, so don't worry. <laughs> okay. I, I got into an argument, and, and I do the character on VR poker, mm-hmm. you know, but, but you're actually sitting down with real people, 
I, I, I buzzed into this poker game and they're balls deep in this conversation about, you know, like the critical race theory. And I'm just sitting back, like listening for a second. And, and the guy's like, uh, you know, like critical race theory teaches black people and white people. Oh, they are. They're already doing that. If they're not, you know, they definitely should and, be trusting us. <laughs> right. And I, I was like, what are you talking about, man? And he's like, the the actual, I've read the text, you know, it teaches. And I'm like, I think you're making the effect. You're taking the effect and making it the cause. Yeah. You know, you can, you can. <laughs> like you, you give someone bad information about another piece, another person, and you're mad at the result. Like that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, right? <laughs> that's yeah. That's I uh, yeah. I mean, that's I don't know. It's I'm just lucky to still have a job. I think after the day, well, my lunch break yeah. happened the moment somebody's the coworker. Oh, the mask mandates are like i'm sick of this nazi mask <laughs> you realize marjorie taylor green gets disowned by republicans right right you know like, gosh uh, like it, well i i just kind of like i sit back and i'm like how do i ask all of you a question at once you know how is wearing a mask going to control anything yeah like, if everyone was like, okay, I'll wear a mask, are you worried that the government will say, oh, well, don't wear a they, mask. They, they listen to that mask command pretty easily. Oh, yeah. Let's see what else. We, like, like, it ends with the mask. You know, like, it doesn't. Yeah. Well, I look at it. <laughs> I look at it. I look at it this way. If I, at 18, I had to sign up for the draft. Okay. Damn. Like, well, no, every selective service, we all have to, all men have to sign up for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean. I don't know if I did. I, I don't, I, I, I presume <laughs> 25% forget about doing it. But regardless. Yeah. We're, you're supposed, as an 18-year-old male, you're supposed to. Uh, and sign up for selective services. And so if there is a draft, you are going to be called upon and check your eligibility. Okay. You know, <laughs> see yeah. if you have, see if you have bone spurs or not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's like, I actually legit tried to join the army and they, I, I had my asthma too bad. Huh? Well, I mean, I, there was a time, like the only time I ever wanted to, well, okay. I loved Iron Eagle and Top Gun. So there was, there was a time as a kid, like, uh, um, like, oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. Oh, they don't let anybody under five, ten pilot. And I'm five and five and a <laughs> half. So, so regardless, like. After the top, like the day the towers went down, it was like, all right, so I, I'm going to give the government 42 hour, 48 hours 
And yeah. if we declare war, I will sign up and enlist. That's my duty. That's what my grandfather, both my grandfathers did. I don't know about one grandfather. Yeah. What, what have you like? And then, uh, Oh, so we're just going to sit and cry about this for a month. <laughs> no, uh, I'm not going to sign yeah. up. I, I'm not, oh, there goes, I'm going to finish my degree. <laughs> And then I'm going to go to yeah. wrestling school. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like I, I, I didn't say I wasn't willing to. And it's like, yeah, I mean, the, 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 point, oh, yeah. the point of it with vaccines is this is the most American thing you can do is to get vaccinated. Right. To protect your fellow man instead of signing up for the military to inevitably just fight for oil rights. Right. All right, so now, I, now, now this podcast will be canceled. <laughs> but yeah, I said it, and <laughs> I res yeah. I respect your patriots. I I, re I respect people who are willing to give up everything for this government, uh, this country. Just realize yeah. what this country wants. That's all I'm gonna. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I don't know. It's a whole big can of worms. The point, the, but the point of the matter is, go and get thirty thousand dollars, buy your starter home, and help your your net your niece go to college. <laughs> yeah, we brought it back full yes. circle. <laughs> so the best way to steal right. Harvard, yes, is just to join the army. Mm. It's not a it, it it isn't a bad idea. Like no, I mean I yeah. love like everything everything in life is one big heist movie. Yeah. I think stealing Harford, you only had three people. You need it <laughs> you, you need at least eight to make a good heist movie. That's true. Um I should how many did Italian job have? Uh, let's see. <laughs> no, that's that, that's a good that's a valid statement. Um, so you lost you lost Donald Sutherland. You replace yeah. place her place him with Ke uh with Charlize Theron. Yeah, I think Charlize Theron equals two men. Um, yeah. So, um, so then you're just gonna go break it down. Mark Wahlberg, most uh, yeah. Yasif Bill Beal, I'm sorry. I want to recognize Seth, Seth, Green. Seth Green and uh Jason Satham. So yeah. Four, five, six, six. Okay. That's six, yeah. Yeah. Charlize is two, Mark is one, Seth is one, Mustaf is one, and Jason Satham is one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And there might be one more forgetting. I think there's one more. Well, you got the, the guy, one, the guy who uh, covered mechanic. Um, well, he, he yeah, he fixed those Coopers, and yeah. then he and he, then he blew up the Pepsi blue sign to cover up yeah. the tracks. <laughs> yeah, I can't even remember Pepsi blue. I had a Pepsi blue like a week ago. Huh? They had. Yeah, they have them back at gas stations. Well, that's weird. I was at a Schnooks in uh, Savoy, Illinois, and they had Skittle packets that were nothing but lime. 
They had Skittle packets that were what? Nothing but lime. Oh, just like your favorite. <laughs> I hey, your I, favorite one. <laughs> I'm not saying it was the best, but it was kind of like at least it was lemon with it. They were that they were trying to do something with. I will take that yeah. over green apple any bloody day of the day, of the week. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's. Um... So. I mean, we're we're coming up on a uh, way lot where we've outdone the movie uh, conversation wise. Um, okay. So, uh, you know, I see obviously with your uh, screen saver, I didn't make this. I mean, it's a podcast. I know there's people who like to do video podcasts and such. I got shit for YouTube subscribers. So, uh, <laughs> but I see <laughs> I see from your uh, avatar on Zoom the uh, JDHD comedy show talk show yeah sorry yeah. um i know you're at jd grieving on twitter yep um i know when you're not banned you can find him on facebook <laughs> and uh, it's jdhd series on oh, youtube all right very good very good i'm not and, the only jdhd on there yeah no <laughs> i mean i see it and it's like well that's bloody clever and then it's like Oh, jeez. How many Johns, Josephs, and Justins are out there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jimmy, sorry, James. Uh, not to deprive those. Oh, I sure do my best to keep it PG 13. Uh, oh, man. I, 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 I'm, in a, I'm in a drunk British state, so there was about to be a C bomb dropped. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, in, in the British sense. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, the, I think it's about any Western company, country except the United States, where it's like, I, you know, it's a term yeah. of endearment. <laughs> yeah, it's like like a twat. Yeah. Or well, I, I've been some, meeting, actually some watching that. some old Red Dwarf. I like okay, because I always joke about my parents. The reason my mom's the reason for my dirty language. Yeah, because. <laughs> She would let us watch Monty Python on public broadcasting stations. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's on PBS. It's sophisticated. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. I, and I've been watching a lot of rewatching some Red Dwarf last week, and it's like, what the hell does goit mean? <laughs> oh, okay. So I shouldn't be using twat. I should be using goit because nobody knows what that means, but. I obviously know what it means. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So. I got one up. <laughs> so uh, I know you're. I know you're on the comedy scene at least. Uh, any other things to promote besides uh, JDHD comedy or JDHD um, series on YouTube? Well, I nothing really that immediate. I have a new album coming out soon. Uh, but it's it's kind of I've been saying that for a year, right? I understand that. That's so, that's the business. Yeah. It's all recorded. We're just yeah. adding to it, you know. Right. But yeah, a new album. Um, yeah, there's the. I don't know if you've seen much of the show, but we have big plans for this season. All right. Being, I think at the end of this season, we're doing a, a big episode 
and it, it it's really going to be it's going to be fun. Uh, I don't want to give too much away. No, no. But, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to do it. It was a big. It's a big idea, <laughs> and I'm worried <laughs> that I'm not going to get it done. Right. I, I'm just. I love it, and uh, I'm going to go for it. So. Hey, that's. That in this age, that is all that's important. I mean, yeah. well, no, it, it it's true. Like this is the time where, like, hey, if two hundred people appreciate it, I yeah. mean, just just multiply it. Like those those assholes should have shared it with all their friends on social media, and it's not like every bloody goit doesn't have <laughs> a thousand friends on social media. Like, right? So. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of me is like, I'll put it out there and uh, eventually it'll get eyes on it, you know? And if I make quality content, whether or not people are watching, you know, the result can only be that people are impressed that I did it while no one was watching. Yeah. No, I (laughs) mean, you know, as long as you don't go the Van Gogh or um, Hunter S. Thompson, or Kurt Cobain, or you know, yeah. As long as it doesn't I, end with the bullet, yeah. Amen to you. I don't think it will. All right. <laughs> At least not through my decision. Okay. I, uh, yeah. No. No. I. Me. I think that's. Hey, Marvin Gaye is. <laughs> just look at yeah. him, man. <laughs> yeah. It. It would be. Even if I wanted to, it would go against some of my lyrics. Oh. You know, won't stop. You know, I'm not going to stop on my own. Yeah. I can't and I won't. <laughs> 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 yeah. So. All right. Well, as always, you can find me at CatBusRuss, C-A-T-B-U-S-R-U-S-S at Twitter. Uh, the pot, the... If you want to see all my uh, attempts at satire, it's maineventofthedead.com. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, come up with a theme, director, actor, or as simple as a movie like tonight was. And I'd love to chat with you. Just send me an email to russthebus07 at gmail.com. That's russthebus, R-U-S-S, T-H-E-B-U-S-0-7 at gmail.com and I'm glad to see what you have to offer and love to talk to you. So thank you again, JD, for coming on the show. Thanks for No problem. Thanks for doing me a favor and uh, great talk to you. Hope to do it again sometime. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm glad I was able to do it finally. You know, and then uh, I'll, I'll do it again anytime. All right. Thank you very much. Have yourself a good, yeah. Good luck. All right. See you, Russ. See ya. Can I hear a wahoo?